Harry Truman got wasn't even a Thanksgiving turkey. It was a Christmas turkey. Hmm. Okay. About that. It was on December 15, 1947, that he got the turkey. But the really fun part, and I'll go back and, and dig out the little bits and pieces here. But um, Ronald Reagan was one, uh, he was the first person to use the word pardon, but it was in jest. He was parrying queries about whether or not he would pardon the Iran-Contra figures, um, Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North yes. and former National Security Advisor John Poindexter. And his joke was that if that year's turkey had not been destined for a petting farm, I would have pardoned him. <laughs> it, was, it was a jest. And so even though the word pardon was used, that still was not the first pardon, which I think is kind of cool. The first official turkey pardon was by George H.W. Bush in 1989. I would never get that in a million years. I never would have either. Mm -hmm. of, if, at, the, at that year's Thanksgiving presentation of a bird for the first family's table, in his remarks to those assembled, he said, quote, but let me assure you, and this fine, and let me assure you, and this fine Tom Turkey, that he will not end up on anyone's dinner table. Not this guy. He's been granted a presidential pardon as of right now, allowing him to live out his days on a farm not far from here. <clears throat> and that was the first, the first pardon. And from that year on, the turkey has had an official presidential pardon. That's a, that's a I would have thought story. it started way back, and apparently the, the the common thought is that it began with Harry Truman in 1947, and it didn't. You're so you're so smart. I'm not. I found all of this stuff, and I don't even know what I was looking for when I found a turkey. But probably looking for your turkey your turkey leftover recipes. Nope. I would. I was looking for the turkey pardon. The turkey pardon. Yep. Who? Uh. Who and how? The turkey pardon got started, and that's what I found. Wow. It is the national turkey <laughs> that gets donated. And by the way, there is an alternate turkey <laughs> that, is, that has to stand in the wings like Miss America. Uh -huh. If you are not able to fulfill your duties, you have an alternate <laughs> available to you. I think this is a hoot. Uh, there, there were a couple of names I Willikers. I didn't write down the names. One of them was star. One year, like stars, and the other turkey was stripes. Uh, and, and they they give these turkeys names, which I think is a hoot. Mm -hmm. Man, oh man. I know. So it it is the national turkey and the alternate national turkey, which is designated in case the national turkey cannot fulfill his duties. Sure. Both receive pardons that spare them from becoming anyone's dinner, and they go out to live out their natural lives in a petting zoo or on farms. Now, that very sweet thought is tempered by the last paragraph. Okay. It begins with, however. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the word however means. It means disregard everything that came here. So we're talking about this these birds who go lived out their natural lives in petting zoos or on farms in these very sheltered areas. And the last paragraph is, however, those granted reprieves generally fall, fail to live for very long. 
they usually succumb within a year of their pardons because fast-growing and commercially raised turkeys tend to expire fairly quickly as they grow too large for their body structure and are too susceptible to disease. We really didn't need to hear that, did we? No, but interesting. No, it wasn't. That's not... Forget I said that. Okay. Can I unsay it? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Turkeys live forever on farms and they live happily ever after. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, we've got an auction coming up tomorrow. Just another reminder in case you've missed them during the night. YesterdayUSA.com will get you to the home page of Yesterday USA. On the lower right side of that page is a gray box. And at the top of that box is a link that says the 2010 auction. Click on that. It will take you to a page that explains the auction and a link that will get you to the list of auction items that you will be able to bid on tomorrow. This is the only fundraiser event that Yesterday USA holds each year. It's a one-time deal. Every cent that comes in as a result of the auction is set aside for operating costs to keep the station up and running. It pays for equipment, it pays for um, telephone lines or connections, it pays for Live 365 that the station broadcast goes through. It takes care of the expenses that are associated with the station. So it's really important to, uh, to the station to have as many people as possible participate, and my gosh, our family sure did. Um, there were many, many contributions from people. Everything that comes in is contributed. So, um, you know, it really is a double thank you. Thank you for sending the wonderful items that are up for bid. And thank you for coming tomorrow and um, playing auction with us. That's right. Good stuff. Uh, yes. Want to have another one, another item? I do. Okay, well, i got to get there. Because <laughs> <laughs> I closed out when I was looking at everything else. Okay, pick a number. Hello? Yeah, I'm, think- I'm in deep in thought. Oh, my goodness. You've got 54. Well, we already did the lowest yeah, one. Yeah, we are. that's why it's not, no, no fun doing that. How about 29 blue? Okay, now, Walden is picking 29 blue. There are lots broken into three parts, red, white, and blue. So, um, and that's what Bill will announce. We're on lot 23, the blue items, and that's what you asked for, 23 right. blue? Yep. Well, you can you can come back tomorrow morning. This one's a biggie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have... Um, a crocheted afghan of variegated colors of sage green and beige. That is not the one that Lucille from New York sent in. <clears throat> so there's another one, uh, another lap afghan. This one is uh, three feet and three inches by three feet wide. It is um, hand created by Linda Walker. Another set of note cards by Tom Chow. I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly, Tom. Uh, This one is a set of note cards with a black and white photo of a magnolia on the top. They're fold-over cards, blank on the inside, and they really are high-class items. 
Um, but I'm bum. Then we get down to the next one, and they were limited edition, by the way. Uh, okay, now we've got a CD piano selections by Ron Miyashiro, who is our Hawaii caller. Every Saturday, just about every Saturday, Ron makes us smile with a call from Hawaii. There are 12 cuts on it, piano selections. I have a copy of this CD, and it is fabulous. So you put that one on a dynamite list. Okay, let's see. Tote tag. Okay. Um, a tote bag with Monet's Field of Poppies. Uh, the artist, Monet. Field of Poppies, it's roomy enough to be an overnight bag, so that's all in there. You can carry just about anything in, in something that size. Uh, there is a frame, a tabletop oak color wooden heart picture frame. Isn't that cool? Wow. And a wallet, a black lady's trifold wallet, and a keychain, Caesars Indiana gold tone keychain, with a profile of Caesar in the middle that turns. Isn't that cool? <laughs> so all of those items are together in a single batch, a single cluster. That makes up Lot 23 blue. So when you bid on Lot 23, the blue item, that single item has all of those goodies in it. What a cool collection. That, that could be a lot of different stuff. Little gift for all your friends, really. Boy, are you not kidding me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Those are really sweet. That's very nice. Pick another number. Pick another number. Just pick one. Well, one I'm looking at, 43 red. 43 red. Is that one that, that is making you smile? Uh-huh. 43 red. red. Ah. These are CDs. Uh-huh. We have Red Skelton. I dude it. It's a it's a set, um, a professionally put together set. It's 14 shows on seven CDs by Radio Spirits, and John Redmond contributed that. Um, and then we have CDs copied from the libraries of Reps, the radio enthusiasts of Puget Sound. <laughs> a couple of the members call periodically, and both of them are named Brian. So if you just say Brian, you'll know that you're getting to uh, to reps. And they've got a library of really high-quality copies of shows. Um, the Saints, there at The Saint, there are two shows. The Saint with Vincent Price, that's a great show. Two shows of A Date with Judy. One CD of um, Meet Corliss Archer with two shows. Gateway to Hollywood. That's not a show I've ever heard. There is one show on a single CD. That was the show that Gail Storm won her name on. Oh, I knew that. Yeah, so that's that it, show. Is, it, is she on this particular yeah. show? Yeah, this is the one that she won her name. This is the one with Gail Storm. Uh -huh. oh, gosh, I wish it had it been up there. Um, and that is from Reps yep. and Walden Hughes and Yesterday USA. Yep. And there are Additional CDs in there, Craft Music Hall with Bing Crosby, 12 shows on six CDs, so you know these are high-quality shows. A Bing Crosby show, uh, two shows from the Bing Crosby show, also on one CD, and all of these are from Walden and Yesterday USA. This is very cool. How about the letter N as in Nancy? This is another one I'm looking at. Okay, the letter N. Now, the letters are all night 
items, meaning you can bid on them at any time. You don't have to wait for Bill to call them. But during the life of the auction, periodically you will hear him say something like, okay, we're going we're gonna to do item M. We're going to get rid of this and we're going to give it to the high bidder. And he's going to describe it, ask for final bids on it, and periodically he will give you a rundown of what the bids are for these items as they as they start to climb. He'll give you a last chance to bid, and when they're finished, that item is gone. And you're looking at N as in Nancy. It is a scrapbook, the Jack Barber scrapbook from one man's family, copyrighted in 1936 and in great condition, from Bruce Forsberg. 1936 in great condition, yes. and you are such a fan of One Man's Family. And this show is when they were in San Francisco. This is before they moved to Hollywood in 37. Uh-huh. So a pretty unique item, Bruce, yeah, fa- Bruce found. I'm also looking at the letter I, Patricia. The letter I is, now this is also an all-nighter, a Phoenix Wi-Fi radio from Mike Handy. A retro style portable Wi Fi, a Phoenix Wi Fi radio that will let you pick up internet stations like Yesterday USA or podcasts from anywhere with a Wi Fi signal, as well as play MP3s or WMA files from an attached USB drive. Ooh, you have to attach it. Or an MP3 player. Well, this is cool. You um, you know, you plug it into your computer's uh, one of the uh, USB ports on your computer, and uh, it will broadcast what your computer is playing as if it's on a radio, and you can be anywhere and listen to it. How cool! All you need to enjoy the Phoenix Wi-Fi radio is a broadband connection, no problem, a wireless gateway like a Wi-Fi rotor, and most computers have that. And the, the desire to experience unlimited radio choices from Mike Handy. Now, the retail on this is $149.99. It's a $150 item, which is why it's sitting by itself as a one-time uh, or as a standalone item. And you can bid on that uh, during the course of the auction until it's gone. You have a link to it? You can you describe it? I was going to say there is a link there. Can you describe it, the picture, what the unit looks like to me? See what the unit looks like. Um, gee, it looks like a 1956 space station. <laughs> That's a, it's really an odd thing. Um, it's a rectangle with a dial on each side and a little square or rectangle in the center that I guess is your, your tuning. And I'll show you where you're tuned in. This is really interesting. I've never seen anything quite like it, Walden. Yeah. Um, so something I was thinking about. It's so. really hard to describe. It looks like something out of Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight! So, let's see. It has the only drawback listening is way fun. You have to keep it on. You take it to your laptop. You um, It says, at first glance, it won't win any awards. This is a formal review. <laughs> uh, you know, some... The geeks in the world do yeah. reviews of equipment. Right. Um, let's see. But from all function first, I have to give 
props integrated in the casing is a ledge with enough room to act as a handle for carrying the device around, which is a nice touch. I'm reading somebody's review here. Yeah, I read it too. It's a nice review. Yeah. And to get it up and running, you first activate the four rechargeable batteries by removing the plastic strip. So it's got instructions all the way down the line here. This is cool. Um, and then, oh, I see that the, um, the little rectangle in the center that looks like a screen mm -hmm. is actually your choice board. It, it's, uh, it looks almost like a drop-down box, and it'll give you radio stations, podcast, my network, and other services. You have a list of uh, seven choices that you can make there of what you want to tune into. So, boy, that's, that's really a cool little, little doodad. And I'm not computer savvy. I mean, you know, when I say not computer savvy, I mean I'm not a, a dumb bunny and ask somebody to turn it on for me, but I'm not a geek by any means, and I think I could do that. You're a smart That's buddy. Trouble. You are a smart buddy, Rabbit. Yeah, well, you know, my ears get in the way, so. <laughs> yeah. Now, what's your routine for the mall? Are you going to you gonna need to go through the rest one more time to break it down, or are you, are you pretty much ready to go? Oh, I'm not ready to go at all. Uh. I went through the list um, probably, I think this was my sixth time through tonight, and I didn't, my computer, when I click on a link, will give me an indication that I've already been there by changing the color of the link. So each time I went back to check to make sure the links were functioning properly, I could automatically go to the ones that I hadn't been to before. So I did, you know, five quick scans of each listing checked the links to make sure that they were active and they went to the places that they were supposed to because Kim has an entire range of links that will connect you to formal information about many, many, many of these items. Now, it's not necessarily, um, you know, if she sends you to a place like Amazon, it's because that's where the information about this particular item is. So... You know, what you're looking at is not necessarily identical to, to what's in the box, but it will be the same item. Um, so I have to go back. I have not read line by line this entire list here. So I have to do my copy the list, take out the ones that I don't think I'm going to bid on, and start setting aside the ones that I really want to, uh, to bid on. So you got a lot of homework to do. I've got a lot of homework to do. Okay. There, there was one that I came across. Hmm. Let me see. I think, and I, and I want it for my brother. Uh-huh. Um, just don't go away. Um, War of the Worlds Connection. No, 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 no. Um, ah, here it is. I'm pretty sure this is it. <laughs> See, I have to go through the other ones. But there is a, a DVD set. And who did it come from? Oh, from my candy. There are 100 years of the World Series. Oh, yeah. I thought you would laugh at this because I... 
squeak about S words, S words, everybody's talking S words, meaning sports. Yeah. And I'm going to bid on the baseball one for Pat- my brother. Patricia breaking her own rules, Mike. I'm breaking my own. Well, I don't have to watch it. I just <laughs> want it. Because my brother, of course, you know, my brother has been in a nursing home. Yeah. Years. And, um, you, you know, he enjoys these things. You, you he, think he would like World this. War II and he likes sports. Those are the two things that uh, really... Gets him going. Uh-huh. It, it helps him pass the time, and he yeah. really enjoys them. So if I can win those, it says 54 hours on two DVDs. Oh, I'm sorry, five-plus hours. I need new glasses. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I really don't. I just need to read carefully. So more than five hours of the World Series, and I did go to one of the websites. I think it was probably Amazon.com that this was listed on, and... It had some good reviews and great information. So, I oh, that one was from, let me see, on two DVDs. Uh, that was from, uh, that's from Ron and Pat Chisholm. That's Very nice. One. And then Ken Burns Baseball on 10 DVDs. Oh, yeah, he'll like that, yeah. Is uh, the series from Mike Handy. So those right. are clustered in the same, um, this one is lot 14 in the red item. And those are together in the red item. And some Christmas ornaments. This is so cute. Christmas Good. ornaments. Uh, ESPN. <laughs> the sports station. I mean, this, is, this is the whole sports collection. Oh, wow. And uh, every year, I make sure he has a little Christmas tree yep. to uh, sit on, you know, on, on, on the table beside his bed. So right. this is good. How about that? I have an ESPN. <laughs> you know, this I'm assuming, of course, that I'm going to outbid people who also want this. But uh, so that's oh. one of the items that I I know I would like to bid on. Oh, yeah, good show. Well, it's, it'll be kind of fun because it's yeah. unusual. And, yeah. You know, it's something that he would enjoy a lot. How about that, then I'll play on everybody's sympathy and I'll say, oh, Patricia <laughs> really wants this item. But um, so it's it's one of the items that I would I would bid. You know, I mean, I've got a budget. Everybody's got a budget, and yep. this year's budget is smaller than last year's. Yeah. But I would bid up to my budget on that one because it's something that I think he would enjoy. Oh man. I know. Wiggle those ears. You're a good you're bunny. You're so rabbit. adorable. Yeah. You're lovable. Yeah. That's right. You're adorable. <laughs> you're lovable. Well, should we play a show? Let's play a show. Oh, my goodness, would you look at the time. I saw it. Look at the time. Walden, you're keeping me up so late. And I didn't even get to talk to you about the, um, let's see, let's save that one. I didn't even get to talk to you about the um, fruit and turkey salad. No. Turkey enchiladas. No. I don't think so. (laughs) Tetrazzini. Turkey, oh, herbed turkey tetrazzini. That one sounds pretty good. But the one with asparagus, I think, I, I like asparagus, but I'm not sure I'd like Turkey asparagus pilaf, I don't think so. Okay, so the first one that we have is making a fruitcake. Hooray! That's the one, right? Yep. Okay, it's making a fruitcake from December 16th, 1947. Now, ordinarily, well, I don't know, what What are your, your plans for tonight? Because ordinarily I have... The first show with some questions to ask when the show is over. It's up to you. Well. What do you want to do? Well, how about we do the show and we'll give it 15 minutes after the show is finished. And if nobody calls to answer the questions, 
we get to say goodnight. All righty. We have to say goodnight. And if they do call within the 15 minutes, we'll still say goodnight. Okay. So, so we will be back after this How show. about that? But making a fruitcake from December 16th, 1947. Fibber, bless his heart, he always does good stuff for us. Fibber discovers an old recipe that Aunt Sarah... Stop right there. Did we ever discover... This is Molly's Aunt Sarah. Right. Is it? It is. Okay. Not Fibber's Aunt Sarah. Right. And it, it puzzled me because in this one, he talks almost as if it were his aunt. He said he discovers an old recipe that Aunt Sarah used to use to make fruitcake. And, of course, Fibber decides to go to work. He's so, he's so wonderful in the kitchen. So amid the mess and misunderstandings in here, this is really good. One of the misinterpretations of an ingredient actually makes sense. Now, this is Fibber coming up with, well, how come it's this and not this? And he makes sense, which never happens. So I thought this was a bit unusual. So this is the show that you have to listen hard. We'll be back for 15 minutes after this show. Whoever is the fastest one to get an answer to just one of the three questions, get the answer correct, um, you'll get a CD. So have fun with this show. It's one of my favorites. Making a Fruitcake from December 16th, 1947. The Johnson's Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Wax products for home and industry present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. I'm sure most of you consider your radio more than just a gadget which provides you with listening pleasure. It's really an important piece of furniture. Well, how does it look to you? If it's been polished with genuine Johnson's wax, it glows with a rich, warm luster. Now look at the rest of the furniture and your floors. Have you brought out all their beauty? Johnson's wax will do it, you know. coat of Johnson's wax will add luster and shine to furniture and floors and give them tough, lasting protection that will add years to their life and beauty. Floors stay young longer and are forever easy to clean. Dust and dirt disappear with very little effort on your part, and once over lightly with a dry cloth and they're clean and lustrous again. With Johnson's Wax, you can keep your floors, furniture, and woodwork the way you want them, glowing with a bright, happy shine. Begin protective housekeeping with Johnson's Wax, paste or liquid, to bring out the beauty of the home. Look on the right side, shine up the right side, bring out the beauty of the home. If Mrs. McGee hadn't let Mr. McGee rummage through those old papers in the attic, he wouldn't have come running downstairs with an old recipe for fruitcake in his hand and an eager gleam in his eyes. But she did and he did, and she's fighting a losing battle right now. As we join Fibber McGee and Molly. But listen, darling, now making a fruitcake is a very complicated business. If you must have one, let me bake. Oh, complicated my clavicle. Millions of people are making fruitcakes, and I must be as smart as some of them. Well, now, don't confuse smartness with experience, sweetheart. Huh? A seagull isn't very smart, but he doesn't fly around over Death Valley. 
I don't know what made me think of Death Valley unless it's my kitchen when you get through cooking something. <laughs> Look, kiddo, I don't think you quite grasp the significance of this discovery. This fruitcake recipe I just found up there in the attic is Aunt Sarah's own private and personal recipe. Don't that mean anything to you? Yes, it does. It means I should have burned it when she first gave it. Skin dirt disappear with just a wipe of a damp cloth. And that glow coat shine. You'll gaze with pride at the bright, sparkling finish that brings out all the beauty that makes your home a happier place to live in. Yes, ma'am, Johnson's Glow Coat is the beautiful Christmas gift your floors deserve. The gift you will enjoy. Johnson's self-polishing glow coat to bring out the beauty of the home. Look on the bright side, shine up the right side, bring out the beauty of the home. Ladies and gentlemen, next Tuesday night, the King's men will sing the song they sing every year at about this time. It was the night before Christmas. That's the one we made a record album of with Billy Mills Orchestra and Little Teeny. Yeah. <laughs> this song has become a sort of a tradition with us, so we hope you'll be listening. Good night. Good night, all. This is Harlow Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson's White Products for Home and Industry, inviting you to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. And that was December the 16th, 1947. And Teenie was going to be Hocapontis. Hocapontis, I heard that. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. I love little Teenie. Oh. What a wheeler dealer she is. And she's so endearing. You know, you can't... You can't not love her. Uh-huh. Even when she does impish things like charging Fibber a dollar for two tickets that everybody else gets free. Okay, so I have my three questions. This is good. We always think it's good. So you want to lay them down? Yeah. Well, lay them out. Three questions. Whose recipe was Fibber using to make the fruitcake? That's question number one. Number two... Molly made a comment. I think she wrote it with a quill pen off a nervous goose. That was a great line. What was she referring to? And the third one is about Foggy Williams, the weatherman. He said people ask him the same question over and over during the holiday season. And I want to know what the question is. So, whose recipe was he baking? What did... Molly referred to when she said, I think she wrote it with a quill pen off a nervous goose. And what question did people ask Foggy Williams repeatedly at the, at the holiday time of the year? 714-545-2071. Just in case somebody's still with us and just in case somebody's getting up and making coffee for us. Mm -hmm. We haven't heard from Nolan for several weeks. I know. I know. Yes. I'll have to send him an email. Yep, just to see if he's got all his Thanksgiving food. Yeah, make sure he's okay, because uh, he usually calls in with some, either some great comments or some bloopers for us. That's true. He's, he's had some remarkable bloopers. So I have a CD in our envelope ready to toss into the mailbox 
our envelope that is now going to make its fifth trip. <laughs> I just love this. Its fifth trip. Now, Bobby Brzee sent something to me. Yes. And it was in a large envelope. Yes. Just a flat manila envelope. Yep. Put four stamps on it. Yep. Not one of them is canceled. Not one. Not one. It makes you wonder... Is the government losing money with the reading system or whatever they're using? Hello there, you're on with Patricia. I've already drunk most of the coffee. I guess you might have. I knew you wouldn't let us down. You have coffee for us, don't you? Well, you know what's left of it. You've gone through the pot already? No, I haven't. You did save some for me. Yeah, yeah, there'll be some there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Do you know any of the answers? Um. Whose recipe? Chris, I think, I think I know them all three. All right. Wow, okay. Whose recipe was Fibber using? Aunt Sarah's. Very good. Molly made a comment. I think she wrote it with a quill pen off a nervous goose. What was she referring to? Well, I think she was talking about the recipe. She was talking about the handwriting and the recipe. Yes. Yeah. And what question did people ask Foggy Williams during the holiday season every year? If it was going to snow. If it was going to snow. You are too cool. Thank you. How about that? Because I wasn't just half listening. Well, I just I knew the deal with Taney and the tickets. That was coming. I just knew it was coming. Oh, really? started trying to sell them to him. I knew they, were, they had to be free. Oh, of course, yeah, with little Teeny. What a wheeler dealer that kid is. Yeah. He was going to be Hocapontus. Yeah, that was a good one. And 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 help or, or save Miles' sandwich. <laughs> That's good. And I missed that part. That I heard her say it, but I missed it. Billy Toops was Miles' sandwich. That's very hard to say. Miles yeah. Sandwich. Well, if you're saying it isn't. I guess not. Okay. Well, you know, <laughs> some of us Yankees don't know how to talk. Well, no, I just said that it, if you're teeny, it's not hard to say, but... What was hard to say? I said if you are teeny, it's oh, hard. Oh, teeny doesn't have any trouble <laughs> saying oh. mixed up stuff. Bless her little heart. I do love that little critter. Yeah, she's one of the best ones on there. Now, how did um, you... I was thinking about you this week. How did you make out with the frozen turkey? Oh, just fine. Um... I had a real bad cold. I had to eat my share of it at home. When I got a plate after it was over. You did all of this uh, work? You did all of this work and you really couldn't get a good time out of it? Well, I didn't really do all that work. All I did was put him in, take him out, bother cleaning him up. Well, see, I, I could have... You could have gotten away with a lot of sympathy from me and just told me how much work you did. Uh, I used to stick to the truth. So you put it in... You, you did the, the fried... Routine in the hot oil? Yeah. How did it of course, you know, I did ours a week before, and we got sick of it. We ate so much, finally had to freeze, you know, a bunch of it. But um, now it worked real good. Now, when you freezed turkey, what do you wrap it in and what do you put it in so it doesn't get burned or a bad taste? I don't know. Hold on, I'll ask her. Well, you wrap turkey in when you freeze it. Oh, shoot, I'm actually standing there with a headphones on and I wandered off. 
Oh, I mean, okay. She, yeah, she said what she did. We had one of these, um, what is it called, a sealer meal. Oh, the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what she puts it in. Oh, that'll preserve it. But good. Oh, it, it does better than anything else we have found. I, you are not the only person who has told me that, so I'm going to have to put that on my Christmas list. Yeah, we, didn't, we wore out one and got a second one. Really? You used it that much? Well, pretty often, yeah, because we got the first one. Good Lord. Um, we got that thing off while I got sick, so that had to have been more... It was several more than five years ago. I know it hadn't been that thing because we just got a new one about uh, she said uh, it well if you use it frequently that was a good buy yeah um, she said it was 93 but I, that I, it wasn't that early um, I'd say it's probably around 2000 or so give or take a little bit we got the first one um, they got some better ones out now than the one we started with they, get, they got some cheap junk out there too and the best thing to do is stay away from them. I mean, you know, if that's all you go do, just leave them there and save you money. You, you need to get a better quality one because it gives you an opportunity. You, you're not going to be happy with it. Yeah, and especially if it breaks down. If you have to buy two at half price, you might as well have gotten a good one right. for the regular price. A lot of them now, and, and it's a big help if you do buy one. You need to get the ones. Um, I think Food Savers are one that we got uh -huh. other names um, for the first one was called a seal meal like they advertised on television but the first one the bags came on a roll and you just had to take a pair of scissors and cut it off and oh. now um, of course the bag's still on a roll but the roll drops into the machine and you've got this slide that got, runs across a track like a zipper got it um, and, and that just Cuts, you pull out however much bag you need and just pull it, slide across there, and it just cuts it off. Like a sausage. Yeah, and um, then, of course, you got to seal the end of it and have the other end open, put your stuff in there, and then you vacuum and seal the other end. But it's just so much better than the first one we had. And that allows you to buy in bulk without risking losing it in the freezer before you get to use it. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, it, 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 it works good for that, and, and like I said, it, it's, we have, I mean, we free, we free some stuff in Ziploc bags, like you get a pack of, a pack of hot dogs or something, and, you know, you only go use half of them, we'll, uh, usually put them in a Ziploc or something, because you're not going to have them that long, yeah. but anything that you're serious about, one way or the other, um, we always vacuum and seal them, and it, it works real well. Okay, I'll put it on my Santa Claus list. Seriously. You do, have to get, you do have to get the hang of it because sometimes you can't get it to seal mm -hmm. uh, or the vacuum won't pull down right and stuff like that. But usually what the problem is is the way you're putting the end in the machine to get it to vacuum and then seal or you're taking it out before it's totally done because mm -hmm. the vacuum will stop and you'll take it out before the heat bar has time to seal it. Uh, so you kind of got to get the hang of that or you won't like it. But if you pay attention to what you're doing, and, and two, if that bag is, I think if it's wet inside where, where you're going to seal it, mm -hmm. 
that don't help either. That makes sense. Like anything else, you kind of got to get the hang of what's going on. Yeah. It works fine. Okay, well, I'll trust you on that one. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we got it. We're using it. This is not a TV ad. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait for you to call in on Saturdays for my instructions. Well, I mean, I'll do what I can. I have used them. I don't use it often, but I have used it. And, and um, okay. it's not like one of those deals that got on TV and it works great on TV and it don't work when you get it home. Oh, I know. It's, it's not one of those. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you for the heads up on that. Did you hear the theme for tonight or this morning or whatever we're talking? No, I don't think so. Okay. Oh, you mean Christmas? No, you know, we're into Christmas. That's Walden's thing. I know, but... Can't wait for Thanksgiving, because then he can go off the whole bar at uh, at Christmas. You know, the, uh, the theme, and we started really late, so I, I know you couldn't possibly have been with us, but the theme was, tell me what you do with leftover turkey. Oh. Well, you can make a lot of sandwiches with it, but since we had to freeze this, I'm sure some will come out still going to sandwiches. But she's going to um, make some turkey side, and we're going to try a turkey pot pie type thing. Ah. I think that's going to be good, because I like those, you know, those little small ones you buy in the small huh? one uh-huh. deals. So I think it's going to work out real good, making a turkey pot pie out of it. And, you know, you can do it with or without the vegetables. I like just the turkey and gravy more than with all the vegetables, but I can eat it either way. The homemade crusts are far superior to anything they oh, can yeah. in the freezer. Just the others are cheap and easy, and uh-huh. while we buy them sometime, but uh, I really like them better than I do the chicken ones. And I like the chicken ones better than the turkey. Well, she does too. She don't really care for turkey that much. Marie Callender's don't make the best. Yeah, right. Uh, and and they start out with two and a half cups of Crisco. Yeah. And then they start making the food. Yeah, well, I've always said that, that the, the one that makes those chicken or turkey pies, either one, don't matter which, they can take one chicken and get at least one gross of pies out of it. Oh, at least. Because I tell you, they <laughs> shave that chicken one little strip at a time, and that's about all you find in there. That's right, and they use the whole chicken, too. So I do, yeah, 144 pies. I, yeah, I, I would, I would go along with that. We always say it's good in Raleigh. We used to have chicken chowder soup. Chicken chowder soup. No, chicken shadow. Oh, shadow. So what is that? <laughs> oh. Well, you hang a chicken over a pot of boiling water and shine a light on it, throw shadows in the water, and you boil it until it's done. I you got it after. Eat a lot of people off of that. But you know what? I'm so gullible. But I did get it before you started explaining. I knew. I knew. I know. I'm so proud of myself. I knew what you were talking about. All right. Yeah. What can I send you? I don't know. Just whatever you've got on the list, you haven't done. You know, we were talking about that. Um, um, the awful. Well, no. The um, uh, Pete Kelly blues and. Um, Reagan Fire, and I can't remember what else we were talking about last week. That um, I did not do a whole lot of them, uh, but did. I don't know what you've got written down there that we haven't done about that. 
Okay, well, you wanted um, the Lone Ranger and Challenge of the Yukon, yeah. and I did those. Right. And I haven't got them yet, but I know you were going to do that. Yeah, well, you haven't got them because I've got stamps on them. Uh, let's see what else you've got here. Um, I keep my list. I, I tell you, you still haven't got your candy. No, I, right. have, I had company pretty much all week, so I didn't get a chance to go to the post office. So yeah, blame, it, blame it on poor Walt. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'll be able to get there this week. So I'm hoping we'll get it done by Saturday. That's my goal. I don't think I, I don't recall having done the Jack Webb shows for you. So um, well, we talked about it, but I don't really think that was a do it. It was just. You know, we're talking about other things that he did. Uh-huh. And I remember that, you know, I told you I did like uh, Pete Kelly and uh, the, the, the Reagan Fire. And it seemed like it was another one right now. It won't come to me. But I don't think it was one of them. Yeah, Pat Novak, Jeff Regan. Yeah. Jeff Regan. Yeah. Okay. Right, yes. That, those were two of the other three. And Pete Kelly's Blues, yeah. Because last week you asked for Challenge of the Yukon and the Lone Ranger.